0: Hey everybody.
1: Welcome back to our podcast where we agree
0: to disagree
1: on everything under the sun. And today we have a Q&A. So Michaela posted on her Instagram story, I don't know, like a week ago. <laughs> Melo just locked herself in the room. It's probably <laughs> for the best. <laughs> um she
0: did that earlier. It's funny.
1: That's Melo has this thing. She can open doors because she can jump up and hang on the handle if it's from the outside but if it's from the because she'll hang on it and push the door but if it's from the inside you have to pull it you know she's she can't really do that and she's she thinks she can though so she'll keep locking herself in rooms i
0: think she does that because we always do it to her because we don't let her sleep in our room <laughs> so i think she's just used to us like closing the door so when she gets the t- the chance to do it i think she's like haha, like, I get my own space. You're not allowed in here. I'm closing the door. <laughs> I don't know. It's funny. Anyway.
1: Could be it. Anyways, we got a whole bunch of Q&A questions submitted. So make sure you're following us on social media. So next time we do one of these, you can ask a question because we always love hearing from you guys. Um, you ready to start? You want me to just, most of these are f- directed towards you. You want me to just fire away? <laughs> yeah. Do you think you'll ever get a dog?
0: The only time I've thought about no, getting, that's a no.
1: getting a I'll dog and,
0: is maybe one day when our kids are old enough that they can like help with it. But I've heard so many people get dogs and they're like, it's horrible because my kids don't help. They don't clean. And then I get stuck cleaning, doing everything like the wife of the house, you know, well, it's and just they like, have to take care of the dog and the kids and it's just a lot of work. So
1: it's just like Mello. You were going to take care of Mello. She was supposed to be yours. No, and then wasn't. look who went, Yes. You're the one that wanted a cat.
0: I did, but I we never talked about who's going to pick up poop and stuff.
1: Okay, well, regardless, I ended up doing everything. I feed her. I scoop her poop. I play with her. I
0: feed her sometimes. Not really. Yeah, I do when you're gone.
1: Okay, when I'm <laughs> gone. But I do
0: do it, and I don't forget.
1: Anyways, I, I think we can can't, agree. I can't
0: change her litter right now, though, anyway, because I'm pregnant. So.
1: I think we can agree that we we'll probably will never get a dog
0: Probably not
1: Mello's But enough. I'm just
0: saying the only time I would maybe get a dog is if my kids were older but I still don't know if that'd make much of a difference I'd probably get stuck taking care of it So anyway Or you would get stuck taking <laughs> yeah, care Yeah that's why I'm saying <laughs> Okay for sure, But yes no. I am good I love dogs but I think I'm okay
1: Are you still friends with Simone do you know her husband
0: Yeah Simone and I still chat we DM on Instagram a lot cuz we're always DMing each other on each other's stories and catching up um I know her husband I wouldn't say like very well but I've I've obviously met him like two times and then you know just rooming together as teammates um you know FaceTime calls phone calls kind of chatting from time to time a little bit so yes but not very very well I would say but decently.
1: Will you be sharing the baby's name before she's born?
0: (laughs) It's so hard because, like, I want to, but I don't at the same time.
1: I feel like you're going to end up leaking it. No. We gave a hint on the last week's podcast, if I remember correctly.
0: Yeah, we need to go back and look at the comments and see if anybody...
1: Oh, yeah. So, probably not... Give me options. But maybe. I mean, me, personally, I don't really care... I kind of see where Michaela's coming from but Michaela you also have like some friends with horror stories of not horror stories but like people taking their baby names and it is weird if someone it's close to you It's a very to sensitive you, topic. It is. I don't know, I don't think it's a huge deal but if someone that you know I mean takes and not like you can take a baby's name you know it's like not like you own the name but if They get the idea from you. And
0: that's not even, like, my most worried part. Because, like, another influencer I follow, she's... Her little boy was Jack. And the whole time she was pregnant, she would call him Jack. And then at the baby shower, it was Jack. And they had all the things. And she said his name the whole time. So, it's not, like... I don't even worry about people taking it. Because, like, if we already announce it, then people will be like, Oh, that's the baby's name. That's her name. I just kind of like waiting till she comes out and being like this is her you just know like, a like surprise yeah and then like
1: and making sure that you want to keep that name
0: that too like just making sure that that's what fits her which obviously like I hope it does because I've already gotten things that have her name on it <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> maybe not right now I'm not going to share the name but there could be a time where it might just come beforehand but
1: you know, it's I just like kind of keeping
0: the suspense, you know, because everyone I follow, I'm always like, I wish I just knew the name, but it kind of like keeps the suspense and like keeps you like excited for when you go to give birth. Like it just makes it so exciting when they're like in the hospital and they're going to have their baby. and You're just like, oh, what are they going to name it? And it's like, it's like kind of fun. I want to keep you guys on your toes a little, you know?
1: That is fun. You know, it's interesting though. I was reading an article about the most popular baby names over the last few years guess what's number one for girls what you can probably guess I don't it's know. really easy because you used to want this as a baby oh name. everly yeah and oakley just everly but it's like it like the popularity has gone up it was like 20 times just in the last few years
0: well i'm glad we didn't use it well and it we says it's because
1: it, but... of that one, I'm not good with influencer people's names, but there's... Yeah, because that's where I got it from. W- who has a it daughter was with, Savannah like, LeBrant, or however you say it. And she's it. like six years old, and she has like 20 million followers Yeah, or something crazy That's when that like name did, that. like,
0: it. yeah. I feel like her baby names always kind of take off and <laughs> get trendy and big. But it happens. It becomes we'll a trend, them. and people are like, oh, it's cute, so you want to use it. That's cool but, for
1: her, too, the girl. Because mm-hmm. you know how many girls were named after her? Like not like after. Her, yeah, but, got but then the like I also her. just feel
0: like I would hate everyone having my name too. Like I kind of think about that with my kids' yeah. names. Like I'm like I don't want something that everybody has. Like I'm fine with people having it because I feel like every name pretty much someone's gonna have it or does have it. And names always circle back around, and trends are always changing. But I just wanted a good, classy name.
1: It is a good, classy name. Anyway. Thoughts on representing Mormon culture while also being a professional gymnast?
0: So (laughs) I actually went, so I went to a retreat over the weekend, a girls retreat with Graham Swim that I did my collab with. And it was like the funnest thing I've ever done, like in a hot minute. I've always wanted to do a retreat, never have. And it was really, really fun. Um, and one of the girls there, I kind of have known of her and we've chatted here and there. I don't know her super well, but we got to know each other a lot better on the retreat. And she was just saying, she's followed me for a long time. She's also LDS. She's a member of our church. Um, and she was just saying, I love how you've always stuck up for what you believe in and not just fall into the trends of things, um, that you stick up you know, because I feel like it's, it's, it's hard to always stick up for what you believe in, because, you know, it's like politics, like, people are going to hate you if you don't, you're not on one side, you know, Um, and I've had a lot of hate through my (laughs) gymnastics career, so um, I think for me, it's just being able to share what I believe in, and hopefully I don't offend anybody or hurt anyone's feelings, but just being able to share my standards and it's just been kind of cool to like see have other people see that sometimes it is hard because I know not everybody believes in the same religion and everyone's you know part of a different church and whatever Um, but I think it's cool to share my example and my experiences that I've had sometimes I would like to share it more but sometimes I just like kind of get self-doubt a little bit because I just feel like awkward talking about it because I'm like would do people care to listen to this you know about religion I don't know but um Anyway, it's been cool to see my example show through and get the DMs and the messages that I have for at least other people other people that are members of the church, people who have left the church, people who are maybe interested in what the church is, the LDS church. So, anyway, it's just been cool to kind of be that example and stick up for my beliefs and what I've believed in. So, I don't know. Was that did that answer the question? Yeah, I think basically? so. I think
1: I think the main thing too is <laughs> Regardless of your religion, everyone has beliefs and everyone Mm -hmm. has values. Everyone has standards, those sorts of things. So I think that's the coolest thing is that you can be an example of, like, for everyone. Right. Because, I mean, the Mormon church
0: is Christian. Like, we're Christian. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, a lot of similarities. and Yeah. I mean, God's the one that's helped me get through all my trials and everything that I've done, like I wouldn't be here without him and my family. So I'm super grateful for that.
1: How long did it take for you to get pregnant? And was it ever stressful for you both? We actually, we like couldn't agree on this yesterday. How long it took? I don't think
0: I was lost. My brain don't work (laughs) anymore.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Michaela was trying to say, I don't, who were we talking to someone? I was
0: filling out responses to something
1: answering some question, but I'm pretty sure you were right. I just couldn't remember. I was so we started trying in August of last year, and we finally got pregnant. It would have been like late December. Uh, We found out in January, and so I don't know August, September, October, November. So it was like five months that we were trying. So five, like five months. five or six months, like two months of not
0: tracking, four months of tracking my ovulation and stuff.
1: What do you mean? You were tracking the whole time until the very end. No, I guess not, the first not the little first, bit. We just kind oh yeah, of the were first like, because we just thought
0: it was going to happen. We're just like, oh yeah. yeah, okay. And then we're like, oh, <laughs> this is actually harder than it looks.
1: Yeah. So I guess, yeah, I guess you're right. You didn't at first and you didn't at the end. And that's when it happened. Mm-hmm. That's the crazy thing. So, because the next part of this question was, was it ever stressful for you both? Yeah. I mean,
0: more stressful for me. Yeah,
1: me not so much. Jonas I'm, was
0: more exhausted. I was more <laughs> getting frustrated.
1: I'm pretty easygoing and like I was fine if you know, if it took us a while to get pregnant, you know, that was fine. That's just life. But Michaela was pretty stressed and you were like, I remember every single time you got your period. Like it's already a bad time when you get your period, <laughs> you know, and it, but then it was just even worse cuz then you were just angry like at the world. You're like mad at everything. You're like, This is stupid. <laughs> like, why can't I get pregnant? So it just made your periods ten times worse. So that was kind of a rough time. But then it was right when
0: I literally had like a mental breakdown. Like I just laid in bed and cried one night. <sighs> and then Jonas wasn't willing to do it. And I was like, We have to do it today for it to work. And yeah, you got a little, got you into got a little crazy. Yeah and then I just started crying cuz I'm like whatever. <laughs> and then like what well, we probably did it like 2 days later and then all of a sudden I no, just kind of like didn't care at that yeah, point.
1: Yeah, it was well it was because it was your last period was it was sometime in December. I can't remember. I think it was like right before Christmas and you you were so upset because you wanted to announce that you were pregnant during Christmas. During Christmas cuz you thought it would be a fun <laughs> yeah, Christmas Yeah, cuz some of my friends
0: got to do that and I was like That'd be so and, cute. and
1: so it was right then you were like, I'm done. Like I give up and you stopped <laughs> tracking. Mm-hmm. You stopped being crazy about like your whole schedule and everything. And it was just kind of go with the flow. And then that's when it happened. And uh, we've told a lot of people this and everyone tells us that's kind of how it works. Because if you're stressed, you can't get pregnant. Like the baby's just not going to happen. But it's weird
0: because I was trying not to stress about it. And I felt like every time I would kind of get over my period, it was like a new restart. And I'm like, okay, I can do this. And I felt like I was fine, but obviously my body wasn't. Like, I think it was still stressing about it, even though I felt like I wasn't. But your mind plays weird tricks on you, that's for sure.
1: Yeah. Okay, big question. Who is someone you each, hey, this is for me too. Mm. Who's someone you each really look up to lately and why? You have to go first.
0: Yeah, you go first. I've been one talking here.
1: So, the key question is someone you each look up to lately. So, I'm going to try and think of someone lately that's made an impact on me. Man, I'm trying to think. Why don't you go? (laughs)
0: It's, like, actually kind of a hard question. I mean.
1: Okay, I've got one. Okay. So, it's my boss, Scott. So, I just started a new job in January. So, it's been, like. Like five months. And I've known him for a while and I've almost worked for him multiple times. Right. I feel like (laughs) it's true, yeah. It's kind of a should I tell a story. And I've always
0: kind of been the one that's like, I don't think you should. I don't think it's the right time. But yeah, go ahead.
1: So I so my boss Scott, I met him because this is an even longer story. Okay, I'm gonna start from the beginning. I'm gonna go through this really fast. So when I was in college uh, fresh off a two-year mission, so I'd just been a missionary, just got home, just started college, had a little bit of money in the bank from working in high school. I bought a car, paid tuition, like had no money, so I just looked up a job and I just wanted the highest-paying job possible because I needed money because college is expensive. Okay, and there was an advertisement for a job on whatever site I used to look it up, and it was like you can make up to it was some crazy like fifty bucks an hour. I don't know. I can't <laughs> I can't remember the number. It was probably like 20. I just thought it was a million. Um, but it was like it said it was a sales job. I'd never really worked a sales job before, but I figured I'm like, hey, I can work hard. You have to figure it out. So, it was a uh, I was knocking doors. I was setting appointments for solar salesmen. So, I was just the lead setter. And I did pretty good, but I was working that job and one day I knocked into this nice older couple and they were like, "Hey, Our son manages a team of people that do this for the summer. You should talk to him. I didn't
0: even know that. Really? Really? You didn't? I never told you this. I'm
1: sure you have to have heard it. Mm -mm. Yeah. So this was Steve's parents.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Their house in Orm I think is where they live. Anyways, that's funny. And I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I'll think about it. But they're like, no, you're pretty good. You should talk to him. He'd love to have you. And so
0: I just thought your mom's friend helped out with all that.
1: No, that not even. worked for Vivant, uh-uh. remember? No, it just kind of oh. happened. Okay, anyway. Anyways, so then she made me a sandwich, and I was just chatting with them. Super nice people, right? It kind of, you know, it was kind of like like my mom, you know, that sort of vibe. Anyways, so they made me lunch. I was hanging out there. They call their son, and he drives over right away. So I'm still, like, on the clock and working, right? But he, he comes over. He starts telling me his name is Steve. Really cool guy. So I start talking to Steve. Anyways, I start talking to Steve, and he was trying to recruit me to come out and sell with him. I go to a meeting at Vivent. This was the company that Steve's working for. And there was a big recruiting meeting, and Steve's brother was speaking. So Steve texted me. He said, hey, my brother Scott is going to be speaking. He's really cool. You should come learn more about the job, you know, see if it would be a good fit, whatever.
0: Was Scott working for Vivint at the time? No, he, he just, he just did that.
1: Yeah, he just did that to help out. Oh, okay. So Scott was speaking just because he got his career started in sales and now he's, you know, an entrepreneur. But he talked about Gig, which is the company I work for now, while he was, you know, during the event. He just kind of mentioned it. Um, And I remember thinking that's really cool because I've always liked marketing. I've always liked social media. I've always liked all that stuff. I only ever really got into sales just because that's where the money was. And then, you know, I worked really hard, became good at it. But I thought... What gig was was super cool. So I told Steve, I said, hey, I will sell for you. I'll come out and work for you at Vivint this summer. That's when we went to California. I said, but I want you to introduce me to your brother. I want to sit down and meet with him. That was just, that was what I wanted. So I sat down with Scott. This was 2019. So what year is it now? So this was four years mm-hmm. ago. Who's um, now my current boss. And I sat down with him and basically... I just asked him a ton of questions about the business, um, about like the job, like opportunities and like what they do, how they make money, just everything. I was just super curious. I loved all of it. And he said, listen, because I really wanted to work for him. he said, if you do well this summer with my brother, then when you come back, we can talk about you working for me. And so I thought, awesome. Like, I would love that. But then I ended up doing really well to the point where it didn't make sense for me to leave. And that just kind of kept happening. So, like, I which I hated,
0: <laughs> I loved because we well, had was, we had good money and starting off being married, it was nice. But like, I just is not the lifestyle, and he was gone all yeah, the time. Yeah, it's
1: a yeah. So I was a traveling salesman with a team of traveling salesmen, and it was just tough. It's a tough lifestyle. I was always traveling, always on the road. Um, yeah, it was. But you, know, I was making good money, and so. I feel like every year I would talk to Scott about working at gig, but it just, <laughs> did. it just didn't work out. You know, I'm like, I, just, I should probably just stay.
0: Well, they also didn't, they also didn't oh, really yeah. have a plan yet. Either. Well, here's the other thing. And this so is I just why, no, this
1: is such a long story about why Scott is someone I look up to. I'd like totally forgotten the question anyways, but gig had gone through throughout its lifetime. Cause Scott started gig like 10 years ago, had gone through a few different pivots, a bunch of different changes, um, a lot of different stuff. And so, and I, f- I felt like every time I was about to like work for him, there was something changing. I just felt like maybe I should just wait till it settled. Uh, I wasn't in a stage of my life where I could feel good joining a startup, you know, because I wasn't super financially set. Anyways, fast forward, I ended up leaving Vivent. Most people know the story. I started working for a crypto company. And then things were great last year, didn't really st- work out towards the end of the year. The whole crypto industry wasn't. You know, it wasn't a good time. Started interviewing. I had some other job offers. And then I meet with Scott again, and I wasn't really going to meet with him. I had met with him a few times, but there was this other job I really wanted. Uh, But he said, hey, I just want you to meet someone. It's an investor. So I met with Scott, and this new investor, turns out this new investor was actually buying the company. He was buying out all of Scott's investors, so they'd be 50-50 partners. Anyways, it just ended up being the right timing, right place, And so I joined finally. And that's the whole background story. Sorry, that took forever. (laughs) Kind of a wild story. I like sharing it, though, because it's kind of cool how I ended up here, you know, after all these years. And I'm loving it. It's been lots of fun. But the reason I look up to Scott is because this was like his dream. And it's, it's a really hard business because we do marketing software. And there's not very many businesses that do marketing software. And it's kind of...
0: It's really cool.
1: It's really cool, but we don't have any competitors, which you'd think is a good thing, but it's kind of a bad thing because no one really knows what we do or what to compare us against. And, anyways, it, it's interactive marketing software. And we've done really cool stuff with like Michaela. We've done a campaign. I did
0: one. It was the fail videos. Yeah. That was like way back when they kind of were like that was doing a long time stuff, ago. but like but it was now, like right after the Olympics. Yeah. But
1: now, like we've worked with Michael Bublé, Crumble. Lots Imagine really Dragons. Good, Imagine Dragons. We're doing one with Dude Perfect right now, and they're you know about as big as you can get, so it's cool. But like, it was very, very hard to start, and they had to pivot so many times. And Scott, I anyone else probably would have given up. I feel like because it was really hard, and you know they kind of struggled a bit here and there. They struggled to find their voice, to find their messaging, to reach you know the right people. And he just kept at it. He never gave up. Kind of like. Your story, you know, he put a lot of his own money into it, a lot of his own blood, sweat, and tears. He had an offer to leave and do something else multiple times, like great offers that anyone would have taken. But he didn't quit. He just kept working at it. And now finally really helps this new guy came on, and things are starting to click. And so it's just cool for me. I'm obviously really grateful because I have a cool job, and I love it. But
0: I'm proud of Jonas because he's had so many different jobs, and he's succeeded at (laughs) all of them, even though – they might not have lasted as long as he wanted, but, like, he's done really well. You've done good.
1: It's been fun. Yeah, I kind of so like it. But I'm
0: curious to see how Gig's going to take off here. Yeah. And how it's all going to go, but it's been cool.
1: Yeah. So that's my story. I'm grateful for him for taking me on, for sticking with it, for never giving up on the company, his baby that he started. It's just and funny,
0: it's- though, because... Scott has wanted you so bad. <laughs> yeah. Now he's finally got you, and now Steve's sad because you left him and went with so his yeah, brother. A little bit of drama because I worked
1: funny. for, <laughs> I left one brother to work for the other brother. Parents love me. <laughs> they all love me. It's such a cool family. <laughs> Everybody loves
0: Jonas. But that it's a fun its a fun love. place
1: to work too because like <laughs> Scott's just a funny guy, and he's like a serial influencer, which is pretty unique. And it's funny because I could love be cereal. I know you could be a serial <laughs> influencer, but he like, Built his brand on Twitter. He has 100,000 followers, mostly from the Dodgers and from cereal. Those are, like, his two biggest things. in shoes.
0: And it's funny because he has a podcast. He had me on it, and every time you do a podcast with him, he gives you a box of your choice of cereal. Yeah. <laughs> kind of funny. <laughs> he'll like have,
1: it. he'll have like, famous people or business people, or it doesn't matter who it is, what's your favorite sugar cereal. And that's all. It, the only options are sugar cereals. Like, mm-hmm. you can't pick something healthy. The good healthy. stuff. It's <laughs> yeah. the good stuff. So, It's fun. It's a fun place to work. So, yeah, I'm grateful for him. I look up to him. That was really long. Okay, your turn. turn.
0: (laughs) So, you're saying I have to be fast? No, I'm just... (laughs) Um, I mean, right now, like, I mean, I feel like it's always kind of my sister, Chelsea, but... I mean, we're really close. We're 10 years apart, but she's just been really helpful, and especially with, like, the baby coming, just, like, with all the questions and all the things, and... Just supporting me and being really happy for me and just, like, looking up to her being a mom of four. Um, hopefully, I can be a mom as good as her because <laughs> I know it's difficult having kids, but I'm grateful for her help. It's kind of hard not being in Arizona, but I know she'll come out here when I need her to, and I know that she's going to love. I was going to say the name almost. Ooh,
1: you almost left that. I up. know. Yeah, Chelsea's awesome. I think I really appreciate her because she's kind of the voice of reason in your life a lot of times. I feel like a lot of times when when there's drama or you're stressed, you'll call a few different people. And I won't name any names, but some people just kind of make things worse. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like when you call Chelsea, she's like, she knows what she's talking about. And you trust her Mm -hmm. and like, you know. So I appreciate that because it makes my job living with you easier.
0: Yeah, except every time I'm on the phone you always pester me. I or you, when just, you or just you just think me. I do you because
1: do. Cause you can't multitask and so when you're on the phone and I do anything you just think that it's like well, it's like a little bzzz in your ear cuz you don't know what I'm saying or doing and you just freak out.
0: Anyway, but
1: here's a good I, oh, but, we're going to say anything well, else. just
0: real quick um, just some other influences in my life too has just been like everybody that I've met that are parents and just like the advice I've gotten. I know everyone's like, you can only take so much advice because you know, every baby's so different and some things work for your baby that, you know, work for these people or some things work for your baby that don't, that worked for these people. I don't know. It's like all the things, but um, it's just been really nice that everyone's been like so supportive and like even saying, like even when I was at the retreat, everyone's like, we'll come over and we'll help you. We'll watch your baby. Like if you need help, like we're here for you. And like, it's just kind of cool to see like women support women and like moms supporting moms. Cause like, I've never been pregnant before. So it's not like I've really fell into like the parent in the mom world, you know? And so it's really cool how like so many moms like really relate to things and really need each other and how they've already given me so much of that support. So that's been really cool too. And just like looking up to like these other women and taking in their advice and learning, which is cool because there's just so many things, but that was my other part.
1: That's true. Um, we have five minutes. I got to leave to okay. play some. I play pickleball every Tuesday, you guys. Michaela doesn't like it.
0: It's fine. It's just stressful when we have stuff to do. But
1: Well, you always complain. Anyways, this is a really good question. Before the baby, were you applying for jobs and doing interviews, or is social media your main job, or what?
0: Social media, I guess, is like my main job. I don't do it a ton.
1: But you were also on the career path for sports broadcasting. Oh, yeah. I was going to like kind
0: of jump into that, but then I really wanted to get pregnant really bad, so I was like, I don't know how that's all going to work if I get pregnant, and this and that. Then I was really sick. I've talked about it before, where I was going to go and shadow the Pac-12 twice, at the end of the Red Rock season and then I was literally so sick I just could not go and do that Um, and now I just haven't really thought about it because I've just been pregnant and trying to take it one day at a time and get through this whole thing so I don't know I guess that's still in the picture I don't know I haven't even thought about it I'm like I just I need to have a baby first and see how I do with that and then yeah but anyway social media mostly I mean I mean, I guess social media is my job. I wouldn't really say it's like my full-time job. I'm not like a full-time influencer. I'm more, more known for, you know, my athleticism and gymnastics and my career and my journey. And obviously social media has been a nice way to, you know, get some money here and there. And obviously I only like to share products that I like really love or that we've tried um, is my biggest thing. I don't want to just make money just to make money and, you know, post things that are just irrelevant or that maybe you guys wouldn't like. Um, Cause I just think there's no reason to do that. And then we got the YouTube We're bringing back up more. We need to do another YouTube video. Speaking of that.
1: Oh yeah, we do. It's been a bit.
0: And what else do I do? I do. I have my own gymnastics meets. So I have three more next year coming up. I need to do a post and spread where the locations are. Cause I put it on my story, but um, so if you're a gymnast, Please come. It's really, really fun and awesome.
1: It's a good time.
0: And I do like clinics and then maybe some summer camps. Probably won't really happen much this year because I'm pregnant. But
1: And speaking, which you need to do more I of. I need to do more of. You do a lot of speaking I for do free. a lot of
0: speaking for free for like our steak and our like church like our stuff. stuff. I guess not just our steak, but, but yeah, I do a lot of firesides and different things for our church and the youth of the church. Um, when I was in Arizona, I did one for them, Our my church, grow, like my ward, it's kind of confusing, but where I went to church growing up, like our ward boundaries, um, did one for them, so that was fun. Anyway, feels good to give back though, like there's kids that really need to hear my story because this life's hard mm-hmm. and God gave me so much, so I need to give so much back.
1: What lesson in life has stuck with you? Can I share one that <laughs> I um, I don't know if this is a lesson in life. Well, yeah, it's stuck with me. It's kind of a n- newer one, but I read, I just finished reading a book called Never Finished by David Goggins. And one of the quotes that he said that really stuck with me, and if you don't know who David Goggins is, he's a really cool guy. He was a Navy SEAL and ultra- Marathon runner and endurance athlete and he's one of the firefighters that jumps out of planes in like the wilderness to put out fires and he just does that for fun. Like just a really cool guy, like really intense. Um about as intense as you can get.
0: Jonas loves reading. Reads every book.
1: I like read but <laughs> I like I think reading. you've gained
0: so much knowledge though from it. It's cool. Yeah. Like all the things you've but learned so and so
1: one t- thing that he said is never get ready always be ready Mm. I think that's really cool I've never heard anyone say that but I think it's really cool it applies to a lot of stuff
0: I think for me like just going through my trials like having the experiences that I've had and going through what I did like I'm like kind of glad that I didn't you know receive every award get fifty tens. like even though it was frustrating like I earned what I earned and it made me work harder and be better and to never give up and just to be able to go through those experiences because there's so many kids that struggle and not saying like other Olympians lives weren't hard to get to where they were. Cause I'm, we all go through trials and it's very, very hard and difficult, but I just feel like I just have such a unique story and to be able to like share that with others, you know, like I don't know how many times I've shared my story and people are just like I can relate like in different situations, but like, I just had gone through so much. And then a lot of people didn't know that I went through that much. And so it's just really cool to see like the power in my story and how it can reflect on others and kids and children that are trying to chase their dreams and knowing that like, by me never giving up, like they can do it and they know it's, they, they can now feel better because they know it's going to be hard instead of, because I feel like in the moment, like, you know, it's hard, but you don't really know, like, if that hard work's going to be worth it, and sometimes it is, and sometimes it isn't, but you never know until you try, so, um, mm-hmm. and you always find a different chapter, like, I always tell kids, you know, don't, don't sit there and, you know, think sports are everything, because they're not, like, if you're not that good at a sport, that's okay, if you love to do it, do it, if you want to be better at something else, then find something else you're good at. And if you're not good at anything else, you'll find your talent and what it's supposed to be. So sports are not everything. There's more to life than sports and you can find yourself in anything you do. You just got to never give up and keep working hard. So I don't know.
1: No, I think that's good. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Last few really quick. Okay. Have you ever considered writing a book?
0: we talked about this so many times. Yes, we're working
1: on it. We have the outline done. That's all we, we have. We have the plan. It's kind of sad. We need and to get on it. I know. We just. I've been trying to connect with literary agents, which has been kind of tough. Some things have fallen through. Yeah. But so,
0: yeah, that's the plan. But <laughs> It'll be
1: a great book. Yeah,
0: I hope it we'll can just, happen sooner than later.
1: What do you miss most about college?
0: Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Probably I the mean, same for me. Yeah, I mean, you'd think I'd miss college gymnastics, which I kind of do, but then it was like, then I had the Olympics to look forward to. So, like, I, I didn't really miss out on much. I don't really miss much. I hated school, like homework, so. <laughs> and <laughs> <win-win>. last question.
1: <laughs> what was your last argument about? How do you not remember? It was, like, right before we started.
0: Pregnancy brain. We were, getting We me. were cooking
1: dinner. Oh. <laughs> and... <sighs> and i was stirring we we're making chili and i was stirring the pot with like the turkey and the beans and stuff yeah, and i'm really like
0: say that's our last argument i have the argument can i t- you tell yours and i'll tell mine real quick and, and i'm like
1: it. hey michaela can you pour in the diced tomatoes so michaela starts to pour it in it started splatting like, on look, me gets distracted because it pours splen- the rest of me. it <laughs> pours the rest of it down the side <laughs> of the pot and like onto the Stove and it like splats. All he got over so me. mad at me. I'm like, "Are you kidding? You had one job."
0: <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah, guess what was, was funny? <laughs> he starts stirring it and then because I was slips angry, I was sauce. angry, and so I was stirring it <laughs> kind
1: of angrily, and I was stirring it so it's hard that angrily. I splashed some some more soup and I was like, out. I "See, so. it's
0: not that big of a deal. You just gotta wipe it up. It's gonna get messy anyway."
1: Yeah, we ended up laughing about it. It was funny. No, the one
0: that's the one that's funny. I'll be quick because I know you want to go, but Jonas.
1: Left for I, I work. I feel like this is gonna take forever. No, Jonas, hold on. That. Jonas
0: left for work, and we get a package at the door. He goes, "Hey, can you get me get me my package?" It's at the front door, and they're a really expensive pair of shoes. I said, oh, yeah. "Okay, yeah, I'll go get them." So I get his pair of shoes, I bring them in, and well, I didn't know what it was, but he thought they were his shoes. So I open it because he's like, "Open my package and make sure they're there." So I open it, and it was like two black bags with like crunchy stuff in it like there was clothes inside like packaging and it was flat they were not anything to do with shoes so I obviously didn't open up the black bags because I was like I don't need to like it's obviously clothes or something else so I texted I said no your shoes didn't get here okay well can you go check the mailbox and see if they're in the mailbox so I go and I go to the mailbox and I check the mailbox and I said nope no shoes well I don't know like I got an email and like they said they were coming and they're really expensive and I don't know why they wouldn't be here and, uh, and what's going on and on and on then I had to run to the mail and drop off a package. And then he's like, can you just go home and open up my package? And then he starts calling me because he was freaking out. And I said, are you sure that your shoes were being delivered? And he kind of snapped at me because he's like, why wouldn't I know my shoes are coming? And yes, I know. And I'm like, are you sure? You know, like they're they're being delivered or maybe, you know, whatever. They're lost. Whatever. Okay, I don't know. Can
1: I explain that? Is that no, it? you
0: were being so, you were getting so mad. I
1: know. That was my bad. It but, was funny. Okay. It was,
0: I was just like, I don't know why he's so mad about this. Like, and then, and we'll then figure I, it I out. I hung
1: up on you because I was at work and I was just trying to keep my Yeah, cool. and he was mad. Okay. So
0: then, no, but then <laughs> I get home and he's like, okay, can you open my package? And I was like, okay, I will in a minute. Like, I'm eating my food because I was so hungry. I sat down when I finally got home and I did some errands. So I was eating I my food and then text he texts me. Hold on, we're done. And then he texts me he's like, <laughs> Oh, never mind. It's not my shoes. I know what it is.
1: Okay, <laughs> this is... I'm going to explain it really quick. Then I'm going to go play some pickleball. But I have a $4,000 pair of shoes, okay? I didn't you buy them. You tell
0: me it was that much.
1: They went up in value the last few <laughs> okay. weeks, okay? I didn't buy them. It's a very long story. It's an NFT attached to a real pair of Nike shoes. If you know what an NFT is, then that makes sense. If not, Are you
0: going to keep these shoes or are you going to sell them? <sighs>
1: I'm not, I'll get there. I don't know. Okay. I haven't decided yet. But anyways, it's really expensive. And the same company, Nike bought this company. And the same company, I have some clothes coming from them that I also got a long time ago. And some of the stuff, since it's custom-made, takes a long time to ship. And the timing just worked out that when I gave them my address for the shoes, which was like a, a week ago, I just assumed it was coming. And they sent me an email saying, hey, your delivery is coming up. And so I got really excited and... I it's a four thousand dollar pair of shoes and so I'm like Michaela like <laughs> wash the door like these can't get stolen like I need to keep an eye on these like
0: well we have a Vivint camera
1: anyways it turns out it's the same company and they didn't even tell me they just said your package is coming they didn't tell me which package it was with the clothes that were supposed to come a long time ago it was just delayed and so those are finally coming then I look up on because like I get an email with like a picture of the doorstep saying hey your package is delivered so I'm like Michaela look there's that box those are the shoes Turns out it was just the clothes. The shoes aren't coming till later this year. So just a big misunderstanding. That was my bad. <laughs> I did apologize, but anyways, K, That's it. I gotta go. But love Wait, everybody. What about thanks the thanks for Oh, the assumption? the assumption? Do we have one? K, Michaela has a name picked out for the baby, but Jonas isn't sold on it yet.
0: Okay. Oh, he's sold.
1: Disagree, I'm sold on it. <laughs> You'll find out. Enough
0: said. Bada Kay. boom bada bing. Thanks everybody. Okay. We'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye.